0: Jesus Christ, the King, raised up in throne, paid
1: the price of Calvary, screaming it is done, because I know the battle is won, gave up his only son, for men and sin, when they were yeah, left, yeah, who's on the throne now, yeah. who's your security, are you blinded by things you see, so confined by the things you don't, he's not looking to make us strong, but exposing us where we're weak, so when life is too hard to stand, we break your phone on our...
0: Hello everyone and welcome back to the FTK Podcast, where people from the kingdom come together for the kingdom to further the kingdom. I'm Kevin Cruz with my co-host, Natalie Aviles. Hey guys. And what you just heard is music from our special guest, Christian hip-hop artist and Raleigh born and raised artist, Dan.
1: What's up guys? How's it going?
0: Doing good. How about yourself?
1: Man, good. Just been been grinding out, been uh, working on some music, man. Staying busy.
0: That's awesome, man. We're so we're so excited to have you on the show. Yes. Uh, I remember how Nat introduced me to your music uh, via a SoundCloud link, and I was just grooving to your music, and it's <laughs> and I was just like, Yo, Nat, we got we got to get him before the season ends uh, for the first season of FTK podcast, and you know, thank God, you know, God allowed this. And, you know, we we all prayed about it.
1: And, you know, you're here today. Yeah, man. thrilled to be here, bro. It's a privilege. Praise God.
2: Yeah, I am literally the plug. I put everybody on our podcast <laughs> on the, the best music, the best food. So, yeah, we're super stoked.
1: <laughs> I'm with it. I'm with it.
2: <laughs> yeah, we're so stoked that you are here. Um, and we're definitely going to plug up your info in the description bar, guys. He has some really awesome music. I have coined him a young Christian Eminem. I stand by that. <laughs> And yeah, so Dan, thank you so much again for coming on to the show. Before we jump in though, Kevin, our guests want to know how you're doing. So please tell us how you're doing.
1: Yes, Kevin. I'm dying to hear, bro.
0: I'm doing well. I'm blessed. Really excited to just uh, get to know Dan on a on a deeper level and just understand uh, where, you know, how, how far God has taken him and, um, you know, what God is uh been speaking to him about his music and, you know, you know, where God wants to go with it.
2: Yeah, I totally hear that. Awesome. Well, with that being said, um, let's dive a little bit deeper, Dan. So how did you come to know Jesus?
1: Yes. Oh, love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. So um, I was born and raised uh, in a Christian household, you know, uh, knowing about the things that God being taught them um, through the Bible and the preaching of the word. Um, and at a young age, I recognize, okay, I don't want to go to hell. That sounds pretty bad. And like, I mentally, like, I think that the story of the gospel of God, the son who came down to this broken and sinful world, um, that he created good, but we mess up through sin. This just misguided worship. And, uh, he, as man, he lived a perfect life. And died in our place and rose again. He was taking the the wrath of sin that uh, I deserved, and I was like, okay, I believe that like mentally. Like I was like, okay, I sent that is true. I don't want to go to hell, so let me just pray this prayer, and then I'm straight, you know. And I'll get dunked in some water. Right. But it was just kind of a misunderstanding, because um, honestly, through the rest of my life up until. Uh, Pretty much the end of high school, transferring into uh, the college years, um, there's no fruit, no evidence of uh, true love for God or a love for his people. It was uh, my whole life was just building my own kingdom. Uh, I was focused on, you know, my goals and my things at the top. And then, you know, God was going to kind of just like help me along, you know, and he was there. And I know that's true. I know it's important, but um, not important to truly devote my life to him and uh but after a time even uh getting into just different things living like the world um a friend of mine uh shared the gospel with me he uh brought up how some things uh he he saw that were idols in my life i was placing above god and it kind of had me shook because i was like hold on one second (laughs) like i'm good you know like i i prayed the prayer i'm i'm good um And little did I know, you know, praying a prayer isn't what saves you. It's true belief and repentance. It's a turning to Christ. It's this gift of faith that we receive um, by God. Right. And that just started this whole summer of wrestling. Like, okay, am I really saved? You know, like, have I truly submitted to the Lordship of Jesus over my whole life? And it was obvious that I didn't over a period of time. I was looking, I was still holding on to. Sin. My security was in different things, and just the whole summer of just hearing the word preached and just uh, asking these questions and going through. Um, I got to uh, go to a camp with uh, my church um, my senior year, or going again into the college years. And the gospel was presented, and the Lord saved me. He picked me up out of slavery to sin and uh, took me from being a slave to sin to a son, and uh, it was beautiful beautiful and finally everything clicked you know true repentance you know turning from sin and trusting in jesus with all that i am and all that i have Uh, but yeah that's pretty much like the minute version of it of uh, how the lord saved me
2: amen Well, will praise god for that friend who was willing to be bold um and which Mm -hmm. we're called to do and to share the gospel with you and to call out um, cycles in your life that weren't representing Christ. I think so often as Christians we misrepresent Christ and misrepresent the gospel um because we want to just paint God like love, love, love. Love equals acceptance and um that's really problematic. But <laughs> don't even
1: like yeah. You don't even get what true love is until you understand what we really deserve. Yeah. You know, what until you understand what sin is now It's not about, you know, like comparing like, well, I haven't murdered anybody, you know, like I'm not that bad, but it's in light of a holy God, where do I stand? Right. You know, and that's when you understand what love is. When you look at the cross, it's like, I deserve that.
2: Right. Exactly. Amen. Amen. Awesome. Um, And I have a question for you. So anyone who listens to dance and music can hear so clearly what the Lord is doing through him. So, When did you realize, Dan, that you have this love for music? Um, Or maybe love isn't the right word, but that you had this gift almost to spread the gospel through music as a medium.
1: Wow. Yeah. So um, with that, I would say like, so I've always had a passion for music, right? Um, Growing up, I always loved studying music and uh, hearing the intricate patterns and people's uh, rhyme schemes out where they hit on snares like all these all these things and how they could bring kind of the emotion and show it without even just straight up telling um but i didn't to answer the love like when you kind of start loving music or um doing that is that wasn't until i recognized god's love for me you know when i when the lord saved me and gave me this new love i was able to Experience love for the first time, but it is in its truest sense. And um, I had a new love for God that wanted to do this for His glory. Um, Because before I was saved, you know, I had this passion. I was uh, working on music somewhat, doing some stuff. But in actuality, when even like when I was saved, that was just something I had to leave just kind of completely and say, you know, I just surrender all. I want to go to the Lord. And, uh, over a period of time during that time, I'd, you know, pick up a pen, maybe try to write a hook and then be like, ah, nah, 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 that ain't it. That ain't it. Let's just keep focusing. Um, by God's grace, I'm so glad that kind of period happened. But, um, then just after a time, uh, the Lord, uh, through his word, you know, talking about stewarding gifts that you have, um, And I noticed that he had gifts in me with the ability to um, make music, you know, for his glory. And I was like, dude, this would be an awesome opportunity to uh, glorify God by spreading his name through music and encouraging the saints and also uh, those who don't know him and just using it as a new platform to communicate the gospel uh, to generations above, below, and uh, at the same time,
2: at the same level. That's so good. I totally hear that. And I can relate to that on a different scale. Um, growing up, I've always had this passion for writing. And I would write, definitely not, I can't sing. It's not a, it's not a gift <laughs> that God has put inside of me. Um, or even rap for that matter. But I would like write things and write stories and write little poems. And I just had such a little fascination towards doing that and I think because I went through such a dark period where I really struggled with my mental health all of that kind of dwindled and then when I came to God like everything that I knew before God it was just absolute garbage to me so I literally put it all like in a pile and just forgot about it but Throughout my walk with God, like He's reminded me that some of those things that I had this desire to pursue were things that He put inside of me, but to do it for His glory and for His kingdom and for the advancement of His kingdom, and so that you know more people may hear His word. Because if they don't hear His word and hear what He's done, how are people going to even have the opportunity to pursue um, Jesus and receive this gift that He has for us? Um, and now, I mean, here Kevin and I are with the podcast with blogs we were people we we do we talk to sit there but we're both writers and just different things so I totally feel you on a different scale um yeah. with that being said what like it's easy for us right as the creatives to understand like the process of creating whether it be music or writing or creating content um, what would you say is the biggest difference between creating music back then before you knew God versus creating music now that you do know the Lord
1: I think it goes, yeah, so I think it goes back to uh, before it was misguided worship, you know, it was the building up of my own kingdom, you know, it's like I would, you know, know that the, like God is, you know, important or is supposed to be or whatever. He wasn't truly in my life at that time, or at least to my knowledge, Uh, he was always important in a general sense, but that whole time, I feel like I was I was seeking people's like approval. I was even in just like doing music. Like, I wanted to prove to myself, you know, to be able to better or get better and, you know, spread my name out there and, you know, build up my kingdom so I could uh, blow up and have my own name for myself. But now it's like, now that the Lord has saved me and given me this new heart, um, I could care less about my name. You know, I could, like, it it doesn't matter. What matters is that these people know Christ. Uh, what matters is that in everything I do, you know, whether I eat or drink, you know, whether I do music, whether I make art, you know, it's all for the glory of God. Yeah. And uh, a lot of people miss that and it becomes like an idol, you know, something that it's like, oh, I, I need to, I need to be grinding, grinding, grinding out music where it's like, but when's the last time that you really just sat in the presence of the Lord?
2: Right. And when's the last
1: time that, or again, why, why are you doing this? Mm -hmm. and the why just shifted completely so it was a beautiful thing
2: yeah and one of
0: the things that uh, I enjoyed um when we when we first spoke to you was how you shared that uh a friend had brought that to your attention that you had made uh music and idol Mm -hmm. and um I was hoping that you could share like a little bit about how that went down because um I think like what he did was is very important uh, you know God calls us as brothers and sisters to um, you know first take care of the things in our lives you know uh, the bible says if, if you have a it, you're trying to take a speck out of your brother's eyes but you have a log in your eye but you know we, we also like you know once we take care of that we have to um, you know kind of you know if if you see a brother are not doing something that's correct you have to um yeah yeah you said judge not yeah you gotta bring it to their attention um and like you know if if you don't then they'll continue doing the same thing and and doing things that um are ungodly and you know misrepresenting the faith and so like it's really awesome how your friend did that yeah could you share a little bit about just how that conversation went
1: <laughs> yeah, so um and uh, a few things it's like uh there's I'm so thankful that he did I mean, if you sit and think about it, how many people outside of the church have shared the gospel with you? you, know, even just random people you know or people that you've had friends with for the longest time? How many people have sat down and shared the gospel with you before you knew christ and for the majority, you know, it's less than you can count on one hand. Um, so it's, it's just so amazing that the Lord, um, saved him. And again, he was working through him to uh, bring me to that saving grace. But, um, so with how it kind of went down is even in the judging thing, you know, like further down in that passage, you know, it talks about how we're kind of to judge rightly and, it's like but taking your speck out of your own eyes, you know, not when it's really important when you approach somebody not to act like, you know, you're sinless because you're not, right. you know, it's, it's, you're not being ignorant. You're not kind of like sticking your nose up at people, but it's on a real level. It's I knowing my own sin and, and humbleness. Like I'm coming to you to exhort you to repent, you know, exhort you because this is life or death you know especially cuz me as an unbeliever thinking that I was a believer it's it just kind of had me shook i was like made me question everything and if that didn't happen you know the lord may have used somebody else but man i am just i'm so grateful that he did you know I'm, it makes me think of how many opportunities have i missed because i either was trying to focus on myself so much and my Christianity was stopping with me, you know, or, you know, even just not being bold for Christ, you know, acting like I don't have the, as being unashamed or being ashamed of the gospel, uh, hiding this cure to death and sin and the Christ in Christ. Um, but anyways, uh, yeah. So I'm just, I'm super glad it happened. It was, I kind of like, it felt like a little awkward at first because I was like, what? But yeah. looking back, I praise God. And I it gives me courage to go out and do that more. Because um, if you don't, just as you said, so many people are, think that they're in Christ because they see this picture of Christianity as in like, I don't have to... I don't really have to worship. I don't have to submit. I don't have to, um, truly like devote and receive this gift and devote my life to God. But it's just like an add on, you know, there's no self-sacrifice, but it's like, yeah, I'll pray this prayer. I'm straight, but that's not biblical Christianity. And I feel like there's so many people that are trapped in this lie. Um, and it's just going back to the gospel. Um, so yeah, it's sweet but I, I hope that answered your question. I just said a whole lot.
2: <laughs> no, I mean, I don't know if it answered for Kev, but it answered it for me. And I think, you know, there's a lot of people, unfortunately, within, um, within the body walking in deception and deception wouldn't be deception if there wasn't some truth. And, you know, they've grabbed bits and pieces of the word of God and um, transformed it into something that, it isn't and that's unfortunate. I mean John fourteen fifteen Jesus says if you love me you will obey my commandments, you know, and we're called mm-hmm. to obey what he has said and has called us to do and walk in. Um
1: mm, that's the thing. It's like it's so joyful. You know, like some people might hear that and be like, oh man, now I gotta like reluctantly let go, but it's yeah. not that. It's I'm gladly giving up so I can receive this new life and like a car is made for gas we were built to serve god you know we're built to run off of christ and the more Mm -hmm. more of him you know the more glory or the more he's glorified the more uh, we're satisfied Mm -hmm. and all these things and it's no longer a book about things i have to do but look at what he's done
2: yeah it's literally like his kindness and his love and his grace and his mercy that when I reflect upon every day is what continues to push me towards the stature of obedience to him because he is just so good. I used to try and find, um, words that were like long and fancy to describe (laughs) God. And, um, I, every single time that I would try, I would fail because there's just no word to describe his majesty and his kindness and his grace and literally his agape love for us, you know, but, um, any who's, let's jump into the next question, guys. Um, what were some rappers that you listened to before you came to Jesus? You don't have to give us a whole list, maybe like one or two. Um, and what are some rappers or artists that you listen to now? If you share, I'll share.
1: Yeah. Okay. But, um, so rappers before Christ that I, uh, listened to, um, kind of influenced that is mix of like M, uh, J Cole, Kendrick, uh, Mac Miller. Um, those were some of like the main kind of influences and people I'd be bumping on the regular, but, um, and I'm sure I'm leaving out, you know, like, I'm gonna think of, think about this question like five minutes later. I'm be like, Oh yeah. But uh people now, um I really enjoy people like Shylin. Um uh let's see, um Shylin, there's K B uh Holvey. He's a new artist. Uh, yeah, he's good in the game. He's good. Uh I'm praying for him. And even now, Kanye, like what's up? Yes. Like uh <laughs> praising God for that and praying for him as well uh, as well. Um hoping that he's still plugged into the to the church and getting discipled um uh, yes because uh, this world's tough so uh, this world is it's cool. good uh, to be uh we're not meant the christian walk isn't meant to be walked alone so it's meant to be in community so amen praying that for him but yeah so uh those are kind of some influences and people who i've uh, really enjoyed in the christian hip-hop scene and before them
2: Absolutely. And we weren't asking this question for our listeners to give a shout out or a plug to any of the listeners that Dan or Kevin or myself used to listen before to. But I think it's interesting um, to note that because personally, when I came to Christ, I was like, man, Jesus, like, I love you, but this music is not cutting it for (laughs) me, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm so grateful that um, the son of our pastor, bj shout out to bj like he is really into music and he really shared a lot of really awesome artists with me when i first came to the lord and also Mm -hmm. my friend jamia big shout out to her if it wasn't for them i would probably be listening to just like worship and instrumentals all day but god okay. is good and he has good music out there for us so i'll also share i used to listen to a lot of like j cole for some reason i got into shy let's not talk about that time <laughs> um, <but laughs> we thank god uh, that he's made me new kevin shout out. <laughs> but um any who's this but now there's this artist i just started checking him out his name is raging moses um hmm. He has some pretty cool music. I like how he's like really raw and like vulnerable. Um, And then I used to like—not that I don't like him anymore—but I used to listen to a lot of Brazel, like very early on. Mm -hmm. Um, Haven't heard him in a while. That's my guy. Yeah, and then this other artist, his name is Not Clyde. But yeah, what about Uh, you, Kevin? You looks like you're itching to share. So,
0: man, I'm itching all right. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. Uh, Let's see. So, people I used to listen to. We're uh, Kid Cudi, mm-hmm. um, Kanye. Thank God, you know, I can mm-hmm. still listen to Kanye. Praise um, God. His, his new music. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, praise God for sure. Um, so Kid Cudi, Kanye. Uh, I listen to a little bit of, of Travis Scott. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I really listen to everybody. But, you know, people who I listen to now... Um, you know, I listen to Dan. You know, I definitely so gotta started. listen to Dan.
1: Oh yeah. man, how
2: did I forget that one? I really listen yeah, to you music. Yeah, that one. I'm even saying that to like butter you up because you're on the you're on the podcast. So but I actually shared with Dan how I was like driving and I was trying to like click next to his music and I like <laughs> lost my life <laughs> pulling into a parking spot. Um. So yeah, oh, guys, man. make sure you comment down below or follow him on his Instagram and let him know to get his music on. Apple Music and Spotify. Now, sorry, (laughs) Cap, didn't
0: mean to cut you off. Yeah, definitely listen. uh, I definitely listen to Dan. Like, um, it was really a blessing to come across uh, your music. Thanks, thanks to Matt. Um, And you know, for our audience, definitely uh, check it out. It's 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 different. I like to think so. I think uh, he's got his own flow. And it's just really awesome how he just dives into the gospel and how he's so good at diving into the gospel. And uh, in a few minutes, like he stated earlier in this uh, in his podcast, he was just preaching the word and in a minute when he gave his introduction. But yeah, there's Dan. I listen After to uh, Dan. Ty Brazel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Ty Brazel. Um, I really like uh, Andy Minio.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, I like really? his uh, like wordplay.
2: Yeah. I think it's kinda of, never mind. <laughs> that's not appropriate it's for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
1: come on now. Andy.
0: Yeah, come on now. Uh, but yeah, Andy Minio. It'd
1: be uh, awesome good stuff too. I just
0: thought that good. Yeah, right now that's uh I mean I, yeah, I just got, got into Holvey as well. My mm-hmm. uh, brother Josh, shout out to Josh. Um he put me on to like a song called Cold Water. Yeah. And
1: then uh mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. And then just slowly build up after that, listen to more of his music. I like Kev Moe, Joey Vantoz. All right. Dang, Kevin giving us a whole playlist. (laughs) Man, I got to give the audience, you know, some uh, diversity. Yeah, man.
1: My girl (laughs) has a playlist on Spotify. And most of the time, I just, like, wake up, hit that. I don't even, like, look at the titles. But I'm like, oh, yeah, it's that bop. Like, I love this one. So there's other people out there. But I just got to be more uh, attentive on that.
2: Good. kevin i have a question for you actually uh what is your favorite song by our friend dan here
1: oh
0: um i think my favorite song is uh i got to i got to think about this one cuz i have a while, while
2: you figure that out i'll drop two songs um cuz i'm a true fan just good <laughs> <But,
0: laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I just
2: love messing with Kevin, but uh, Blue Check and POV are yeah, yes, two of awesome. my favorite. They're pretty
1: fire. Oh man, yeah, it was fun making those. Oh my goodness. Yeah.
2: POV. Are those more like yeah. recent songs, or they old songs? All
1: right. So throughout kind of like the Unashamed project and the volumes, there's been a mix of like songs that I made in the beginning. Okay. That I've been kind of sprinkling in there, and then more recent songs. Um, pov was probably like mid quarantine right because okay. you know it's a, it's a song about you know how the point of view has changed during yeah. quarantine um and then uh blue check that one's that's only like a few months old or like a month or two old uh, so it's like medium you know i'll just i'll say that it's been like a mediumly new fresh stuff but oh man i, I got so much i can't wait to share
2: I hear that. I'm excited. I'm excited to hear. All right, Kev, mm-hmm. what's your song? What's...
0: <laughs> yeah, I think uh, my, my first one is Generosity. Mm, and that's why yeah. uh, I, I'm, I decided, you know, how to uh, make a, a, a decision for the team on putting that as the intro for, for this podcast. <laughs> that's I, what's I just up. really like, you know, it's got the, it's got the melody too. Um, and so I like that one and I like He's Alive with Emma.
1: Yes. Ah, oh, Emma. Oh yeah. Good time.
0: So for for for, uh, for our audience, could you uh let us know who Emma is?
1: Yeah. Oh man, yes. Uh so Emma, uh she is my younger cousin, uh, who has Down syndrome, right? And she loves the Lord Jesus Christ. She loves Jesus and she loves worship music and uh you know, she loves to make music every time you know i still like oh yeah we're gonna make a song you know and it was like a whole kind of build up to um us finally getting together and just vibing out um actually she wrote like most of that song right except for like my like kind of the rapping parts in it um i kind of wanted that to kind of be special to her and then you know we uh kind of read amazing grace or use that part but um that was, like, all kind of her ideas with just, like, a little bit of tweaking information. but, yeah, dude, that was, like, a long build-up waiting to happen. She had so much fun, but, yeah, so that's fam. It's family.
0: Yeah, that's a special. banger right there. <laughs>
1: you
2: we know, talked about that. That is a good song. I was, like, at Target, and I played it, like, five times in my car, and I was like, hey, this is a bop, too. It's a really <laughs>
1: Shout-out, Emma. Shout-out to sucks.
2: Emma. Praise God, that is so dope.
0: Dan, thank you so much for Uh, answering all of our questions so far. I kind of want to transition into asking you questions about uh, your EPs and, you know, where um, you see your music uh, going, you know? And so um, one of the questions I want to ask is, what is the theme for each volume of Unashamed, since you have uh, Unashamed uh, Volume 1 and Volume 2?
1: Right. Almost like let me pull it. Out. Okay. yeah. So, man. So unashamed. Originally, it was gonna come out like a, a Wendy's four for four. You know, like four EPs with uh, four songs. and Just kind of roll it out that way. But um, over time, the Lord is. Uh, I'm still. T- I'm still like hoping maybe that it'll be somewhat like that. But uh, Lord keeps on adding more. So there might just be a few more bonus tracks so we might sneak in there but um,
0: anyways hey wendy's has five for five
1: (laughs) hey there we go i'll take it um yeah so anyways back to the question that you asked in the first place so unashamed the whole the whole project in itself is really kind of a testimonial right so it's how i came to christ you know what was it like before and how's it different after you know what are these what are these things that God has brought to life? And um, throughout each, uh, or these first two uh, the volumes of Unashamed, uh, specifically being unashamed of this gospel that saved me, you know, uh, it started with uh, Life, uh, that song Liberty with Audrey. A shout out to him. Used to Unashamed in the Square Dance, right? So this was like, like it's really just kind of like a praise of just like starting off with this new life and kind of like this prequel to what the end is going to kind of be like, it's like, there's this new life in Christ that we get to celebrate and turn up together. And then, um, the rest of it is talking about this, how I was freed from sin and now I love the God that I once hated and I'm not ashamed of it. I'm no longer going to walk in the same ways as before. So Mm -hmm. it's, uh, kind of like a prequel to this new life. And then um, uh, volume two, uh, right, with uh, borrowed time, generosity, morning devotion, blue check, and he's alive. Um, it's, it's, again, it's more, now it's kind of going into this realization of the gospel and kind of like a reflection sense, you know, realizing that we're living on time, like borrowed time, that borrowed our time could be at any minute exactly that's not going to be up any minute um and just reflecting on the generosity or another word for generosity grace you know something that uh we don't deserve but has been given to us you know and how that grace has transformed uh my goals how i see things how what i do even to the simple morning devotions you know um and all because going up to emma's track all because he's alive you know we get to praise and that leads in kind of to the Next few projects that are soon to come.
0: All right. So, for the next few projects, are you hinting that there's going to be a volume three?
1: Yeah, man. All right. So, very soon, uh, working out the last track, there's another one with uh, the brother of Andrew. I mean, the brother of Peter. His name is Andrew. Uh, the dude who was on Generosity, um, the guy from the intro. So, and another kind of surprise guest um, in that song as well. Uh, those of you who kind of been rocking with me for a while, but um, yeah. So there's gonna be more, and it's it's coming real soon. I'm excited to, uh, I'm really excited to release this one. It's a guy, guys poured out his grace on it. I'm
0: excited. I gotta, I gotta throw a SpongeBob meme, uh, a SpongeBob meme in there.
1: We need it. <laughs> it's coming. I don't need it. I don't need it.
2: I need it. Yeah, yeah we definitely need yeah. it for the
1: kingdom for yes sure.
0: and uh how how long did it take you to do volume one and then like what's the time be- uh, the time difference between finishing volume one and starting volume two
1: okay yeah so originally when i was making um I really just start off by making songs, right? It was just like in the beginning, it was just, you know, just making them tracks for the glory of the Lord. I wasn't even sure what I was going to do with them. And then after that time, it's like, okay, I have these, you know, steward them well. And I actually made a whole album within like a month or two um, of like just 10 tracks, right? It was, it was around 10 tracks and it was like all flowed through a, kind of the testimony. But as I was kind of thinking about releasing them, I started making new songs and new people started reaching out. And, um, so there's songs in volume one, which I've done like months ago, like when I first started, like life was one of my first songs. Um, but it's also one of my favorite songs, which is, uh, kind of sweet. But, and then we have like used to, which is the gotta love you now. I don't hate you like I used to. Um, that was as, like, soon as, like, a week before that, before the first volume drop, right? So, it's kind of like a mix, right, um, of when all the projects were finished. Um,
0: yeah, it plays out so well, though.
1: Yeah, dude, I've I've enjoyed just seeing the Lord work in that, you know, because, you know, apart from him, I I can do nothing. Um, so, it's been sweet just, like, you know, hold back, hold back one second. All right, we got the song. All right, now let's get it, you know. But um, it seems like you're
0: you're able to create a lot of songs in a short amount of time you said you did uh, 10 songs in a month
1: yeah it was like in a month or two where it was like it was like i can't remember it was like seven to ten songs where i thought that was going to be like the album like or like the ep of just like the first kind of stuff getting out there and then now it's broken up and placed in the Unashamed project most of them are
0: and uh, when it comes into like creating these songs uh how many how many people is it working on the projects is it you doing and mastering these solo or do you have somebody do you have like a producer that works with you do you have you know friends that you know help in the process mm-hmm.
1: yeah so um it varies kind of per song, but in general, um, I normally have like producers uh, send me beats and then I'll write the lyrics, I'll lay all the vocals, mix them and master them and engineer it all myself. Um, and then, you know, there's other tracks like the one with Andrew where I'll just allow him to have his artistic creative freedom where uh, he would write it, or the brother Peter, I keep on calling him Andrew, that's my dog. Um, Gonna, he's gonna him come right that <laughs> he's
0: gonna come at you after the podcast
1: dude, that's all right he's uh y'all pray for him he's uh sharing the gospel up in Utah right now, so that's sweet but um yeah, so
0: no doubt there's yeah. those
1: times where you know he's writing his own lyrics, and you know I'm writing mine and kinda just engineering it and uh kind of throwing some artistic stuff in there, but uh, yeah, for the most part it's I'm getting beats from other producers and i'm laying it and mixing it mastering it myself except for this next song that's probably going to come out um my uh, friend Jackson he uh, uh makes some parts of that
0: that's awesome do you have a favorite song that you've written like do you have one that's like personal to you um where you're like man this is hands down like the story of my life or maybe not even the story of your life, but this is hands down my best project. Like, you know, I've come a long way and I can tell like I'm lyrically and sonically better.
1: Mm-hmm. So that's hard. Cause you know, like every single one of those, you know, it's like, Oh babies, I'm like handing, handing out. But, um, so I can't say that I have one favorite track because one, I try to do each track very different from the last one that I did, very different from any other ones I've done, and it's been kind of just like taking the gospel diamond and turning it, you know, and doing different sides, looking at it from a different angle. You know, what, what about this perspective? What about this aspect of the gospel? So, they're just like, that's a hard decision, you know. There's some where I'm like, oh man, you know, that was way better than you know song one, you know, but I like you know, sonically, as you're saying, and like mi- even like the mixing and stuff like that. But um, lately, bro, it's just it's it's just been looking at different sides of the gospel. So I don't necessarily have a favorite, but one that I'm about to come out with, uh, I'm pretty excited about. Uh, like the volume three and maybe a single that's going to come off of that. I'm, yeah. I'm really excited about that.
0: All right, so maybe I, I'll ask it in a different way. If you could only share one song
1: with oh, somebody, oh, what song man. would it be? I only share one song, um, mm, that's hard. Um,
0: Are we gonna go with another no answer,
1: bro? Yeah. That's just so hard, man. That's like oh.
2: asking him if he had to pick like one Bible.
1: Passage this year. <laughs> like, hey, then you you share your favorite
0: Bible verse. What's
2: uh-huh.
1: <laughs> like, what's the best Bible verse? I mean, they're all important. What's your favorite link in a chain when you're hanging from a cliff? All of them. I'm like <laughs> Isaiah 53. But, <laughs> anyway, dude, oh my gosh, love that passage. But anyways, um, so if I were to share one track with somebody, I'm like running through the lyrics in my head right now. Um, yeah, I don't know, like. So hard. Like, I think there's songs like Colors, which, yeah, like it's just explain out the gospel, you know, it's um, like how we were blind and living in sin in this kind of like black and or black and white, like gray, not even black and white. It's more like gray area world. And then coming to Christ who bore our sins, died and rose again in three days. Now I see colors like it's a new life, new mind um but i don't know uh we'll go with that one (laughs) i really like used to i like i don't know no but that's that's really
0: awesome though um how you know it's hard for you to like not single out one and you know how each one means so much to you because each one really shares uh and and speaks on the gospel and that's something that you know I really enjoy about your music because um, you know, you stay true to the gospel when it comes to rapping and you always share a gem um, in your music, you yeah. know?
1: Thank you, bro. It's, that's hard. Cause they're all so different. You know, it's like one may really resonate with somebody as it's coming from, it's delivered in this yeah, way, yeah. you know, and there's this emotion behind it and it's communicating this truth and to somebody else you know, it would be really, you know, it doesn't, you don't even need to listen to my song, which it needs the gospel. But if I were to show them one song, yes. it would yep. change dependent upon the person, you know? Yeah. yeah.
2: That's so stinking so. good. I was thinking, and now that you asked me, Kevin, but I was like, dang, like the podcast has been, you know, our baby um, since April. And I'm like, dang, if I had to like pick one episode i'm just kidding um it's hard like it's hard you know because hopefully as believers you know we are stewarding what the lord has given us our gifts and desires and everything in us um even creatively we're stewarding it with excellence um so it's like hard to pick like which one you know what about you kevin can you pick an episode
0: hey you're putting me on the hot spot
1: besides this one um, of course we we thought you know this is his own thing we got.
0: <laughs> you know it's definitely hard when it's when you reverse when you reverse it because the thing about our podcast is we try to um you know in my head and i've shared it with a few people i see this as a similar to and it's developed this way it wasn't we, we didn't plan it exactly to be like like this, but I see it as a kind of like a Humans of New York, um, a Freedom wow. Writers type of thing. That's really cool. you okay,
2: never share that with me? I'm just kidding. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> we're
0: I'm we, we're getting people on this podcast um, and sharing their stories, and the freedom that we're discussing isn't the freedom that was discussed in the movie Freedom Writers. It's a freedom that's eternal that comes through Jesus Christ, and each one has a you know each person has a story. And you know each story is valuable. Each story uh, has the ability to encourage someone else. And sorry about, my, sorry about my dog in the background. But so you know when I when I'm asked that, you know each person that we've had on the podcast, it's been a it's been an honor and a privilege to um, have them be open and willing to share. And you know each each one of those stories is important.
1: Hmm. that's good man.
0: so i'm sorry i asked you daniel <laughs> no it's
1: good as it as you were talking to i was thinking i'm just like all these songs i was like oh man this one would be perfect for it. like oh never mind uh, i can't all right keep going <laughs> oh
0: man but all right we'll hop into the we'll hop on to the next question so you got a song called blue check um you know your verse there's a verse in the song that goes what's a blue check to uh, a man who has the stamp of God. Can you tell us um, what inspired this song and what do you mean by blue check for those that are unfamiliar with what a blue check is?
1: Yeah, man. So, yeah, that line. The, What's up, blue check to a new man who has got the stamp of God? What's um, a nuisance, loose and hoodlum, half and worried all the time? Um, anyways, so that song, it made me think of um, First of all, myself before Christ and chasing that freedom. So, you know, on like Instagram, like the verified blue check, you know, it's like so many people will do whatever it takes to get that blue check. You know, whether that's like, like just not being themselves or like selling themselves to, or selling themselves as an image so that they can attain this, uh, this status you know, but in reality, it's, that's, that's going to fade away, like in a vapor, like in a 100 years from now, nobody's going to remember that you were verified on Instagram, you know, like, like that's, that's not what's important. That's not really what's important. So what's really important is where are you standing with God right now? You know, like, do you have, have you been born again? Have you received eternal life? You know, so, and you kind of put those in, comparison you're like what's a blue check to a new man who has got the stamp of god i don't need man's approval i have god's approval what what can be more than that Uh, that kind of rolled out and kind of seeing myself and then uh some of my peers um even in the rap game not in the rap game um i'll just chasing that check but it's the wrong one
0: amen yeah and that's Something I've noticed in a few songs too, like you know, of other rappers, you know, talking about checks, and I'm like, oh, don't. <laughs> but, uh, do you have any uh current goals for your music? You know, Natalie mentioned you're on SoundCloud. Um, you know, is there a plan in the works of transitioning your music to different platforms? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so um, there's a few goals and getting more um, articulated as uh, we're going on. Um, a few of them, one of them is to uh, soon to uh, move, if not all the songs, a good chunk of them onto all the different platforms, um, Lord willing, but we're just going to have to see just some technical stuff to go along with all that. But um also, what I've really enjoyed doing and what I'm looking forward to doing is has been collaborating, um, meeting other people in the game, meeting um, other Christians, other uh, just people and using this as an opportunity to share the gospel and encourage the saints. Um, but uh, like getting to meet people like uh, uh, Christian Paul, if you haven't heard of him, he's a r and singer who has given his life to Christ and he's so good. Um, Joe Robertson, a brother of Peter, um, all these people down to just like, you know, just random people who I get to talk to, you know, and get to be brothers and sisters in Christ first. Or if they're not in Christ, I get to share the gospel with and then get to talk about the music. So that's definitely been a goal is just kind of reach out and be able to encourage other Christians and in the game and share the gospel through it.
0: Yeah, we're excited that you're going to be able to encourage our audience as well, you know, other brothers and sisters, you know, as soon as this uh, podcast is available. Um, And, and, you know, that leads me to my last question, which is, you know, for anyone that's uh, got a passion for music, somebody who, um, you know, is a christian and wants to make music for god what's something that uh has been impressed on your heart and something that you've learned along the way that you know is something that has has stood out to you and and something that you'd share um with somebody who's looking for advice or or just how to go about things
1: mm-hmm Several, several things um come to my mind but just a few of them one um keep the first things first keep your personal time with the lord priority and not and don't just leave it as in like okay i'm gonna have my personal time with the lord and now i'm gonna go do something else but let that flow into it you know let your personal time with the lord and doing all that you do for god's glory and uh again avoid kind of building your own kingdom and just keep christ first and uh it's awesome like it's it's fun in that it's uh glorifying to god and uh satisfying to us but um some other things uh that come to mind are um allow the word of god in community to be the driving force of why you do what you do. And every song, you know, Christ should be the theme. If you're not sharing the word of God, if you're not just sharing this, then you're kind of just wasting time. Like it's wasting words because we don't have anything to say that will make, that will change lives and have like an eternal impact forever. But God's word does and the principles in God's word does. And once you, once you start to stray away from that, it's you're losing the power, dude. You're losing um just there's so much, it's so rich. Just dive deeper and deeper into the gospel and knowing God and allow that to be what comes out. Just uh worship, whether it's you know, doing some deeper songs that are you know, that may have like a sadder tone, but still it's having joy in christ through that like how does a christian cope with that how did you cope with that before you were in christ you know all these what's changed um so really it comes back to just do everything that you do for the glory of god and don't let it slip into this idolatrous looking for numbers looking to uh start building your own kingdom and let pride creep in but stay humble um or be humbled and then say humbled by God before he humbles you. Amen. And, uh, I like that. Keep doing it. Thank you, Dan. And
0: thank you so much for your time. Uh, I think you got, a an encouraging Bible verse that you'd like to share with our audience.
1: Yes. I just closed my Bible, but I have it right here. In a momento. memento. Right, yes Yeah. So we'll be in second Timothy, how to preach. We'll be in Second Timothy uh chapter one. Uh we're gonna read verses seven through nine. And uh we'll just uh we'll start with just verse seven. All right, so this is Paul, right? Uh once Pharisee, a persecutor of Christians, saw uh turned Paul uh the apostle, um, guy who loved Jesus and took the gospel everywhere he went. Um and he's writing, he's about at the end of his life. Um He's, uh, under, he's been under heavy persecution, and but he's just loved the Lord through it. He's writing to Timothy. It's like his son in the gospel. And Paul says this, For God gave us a spirit, not of fear, but of power and of love and self-control. So if we just stop right there, it's one, God is the one who has given this gift of faith. He is the one who calls us out of being enslaved to sin and fearful and it's being enslaved to our passions and desires of the world God is the one who has done all that is necessary to save us and give us this new spirit give us this new mind that's one not of fear we don't have to fear the things of this world people's opinions um, our future the unknown we don't have to fear this we know God's got it under control because he didn't give us a spirit of fear but of power a power that is not of ourselves. It's the Holy Spirit working in and through us to do what we can't do. I mean, you look at uh, what Jesus did when he started. I mean, he came as a baby, called 12 regular ordinary men and took over the world with the kingdom. Uh, and he's been reigning since day one in Genesis one, but kind of see that point. He gives a spirit of power and of love. It's not this abusive power where we're just, you know, attacking people with it, you know, like, but it's of love, loving God, first of all, because he loved us. Now we can love him and also each other is acting out the gospel, this confession, repentance and believing or, and forgiveness uh, of the gospel that we know and of self-control. That's doing this in such a way that glorifies God. That's not, again, not abusive, not um, being ran over by whatever doctrine comes left and right, but being standing firm in the gospel that we know to be true. So knowing this, God didn't give us a spirit of fear, power, love, and self-control. What are we going to do about it? Paul says, therefore do not be ashamed of the testimony about our Lord, nor of me, his prisoner, but here we go. Share in suffering for the gospel by the power of God who saved us and called us to a holy calling, not because of our works. It's not because of anything we do, but because of his own purpose and grace, which he gave us in Christ Jesus before the ages began. So he hasn't given us the spirit for no purpose. He's given us the spirit so we can glorify him by not being ashamed. I think they have to ask yourself, stop, stop and ask yourself now. Maybe I don't with my words I, I don't sound like I'm ashamed, but what about with your actions? Is there anything that your life says that I'm being ashamed of the gospel in this situation? Either what I'm saying, what I'm not saying, what I'm doing, what I'm not doing, or maybe not doing it how we're really called to do it. Or why? Why? The Lord says, no, do not be ashamed, but join in the suffering right if you are follower of christ there will be suffering there will be persecution and there's different levels of that like we don't even recognize persecution like our brothers and sisters in like china and overseas and all these different places but it's it's a call to put on this armor of god and head to war Head to war uh with this power of the holy spirit um Sharing, not being ashamed of this testimony of our Lord, you know, not being ashamed of the gospel that saved us. Because if you're not ashamed, then your life is gonna look radically different than anybody else who is ashamed or doesn't know the gospel. Um and again, it's all it all flows back to his grace. Before, if you are a Christian, before you were even made, before God breathed life into Adam, he had you in mind. As you were on the cross, as he was dying on the cross, he purchased you and he had you in mind. And he has called you to himself to experience grace, to experience this new life, this new purpose, this holy calling to be set apart. And it's, it's so sweet. It's, that's really where it is in the best life. It's in the midst of the suffering. Christians don't avoid suffering or go around it, but we go right through it knowing that God is guiding every footstep. So amen. my encouraging thought is remember the Lord didn't give us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and self-control. Therefore do not be ashamed of the gospel, but join in the suffering.
2: Amen. Amen, many, amen, 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 Thank you so much. That was so good. That was so thinking good. So true. And there's so much that I could say to that um, Dan, but I just want to, Say amen, one, and two, thank you for coming on today's episode. Um, Oh, yeah. I am certain, I say that boldly, I'm certain that this episode will bless many and all of our um, listeners, and I am excited to continue to follow you on this journey and see what the Father does in you and through you um, for his glory and for this kingdom and I want to thank our listeners for coming on and listening to this episode it was a little bit lengthier than some of our most recent episodes but I like I said believe that it will bless you abundantly and before we sign off I want to ask both of the gentlemen if they could share something that we could be praying for them um, throughout this week so Dan is there anything that our listeners Kevin and myself could be praying for you throughout this week
1: yes yes um so many things uh so many things i'm thankful for but also uh to be praying for one um just to um know the lord to grow into uh who i am in christ to continually um please pray for um, those who are lost in my life who have uh, been sharing the gospel with that the lord would do it only he can do and save them and as well as on this music journey um because without the holy spirit it's not going to do anything so yeah. if we, you guys can just pray that the lord would uh keep me on this path and that if he wants me to continue it he would open doors and then if not he would close them and that i'll be content with it now my joy would still be found rock solid in christ but uh yeah, yeah. what about you kevin
0: uh, something that I would like pray for is um, just uh, being focused being focused on the kingdom and the kingdom only and uh, having uh, self discipline and being a good steward of my time and uh, everything that God has blessed me with um, and, and just uh, having a a, a renewing uh Fire in my spirit, in my soul, to just desire and crave the word of God like it's the only thing that there is to uh eat.
1: Mm-hmm. That's good. Hey, know.
2: Thanks, Dan, for asking me. I thought my lovely co host <laughs> would. No, I'm just kidding. But, um, <laughs> There is a lot happening, but I think above all um, my prayer to God has been, if y'all could join me, that would be awesome to remember every single morning when my eyes open what he did for me Mm. on the cross um, and to just remain steadfast on him and, um, and everything else will follow you know, everything else isn't as important as that, um, in this time and yeah, just for his love, um, to abound in me so that I may show that to, um, my family and my friends and co-workers that don't know him. Um, so yeah, just really that, that I would just remain steadfast and continue to remember every single day what he has done for me and for us. Mm. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Dan, again for joining us on this episode. Yes,
1: it's been a pleasure.
2: Yeah, we're super stoked. We're going to totally plug you up in our description box. And that's going to be all for today's episode. Thank you guys so much to our listeners for tuning in to yet another episode of FTK Podcast. This is our second to last episode of season one that you are listening to. So if you want to join Kevin and I on praying for season two and how to steward that as the Lord leads us, that would be super dope. That would be a great prayer mm-hmm. for um this podcast for this ministry and for what the lord is doing through it and we will catch you guys on the final episode of season one of fdk podcast and that's fdk podcast where people from the kingdom like dan kevin and myself come together for the kingdom to further the kingdom
1: Be i'm talking day to day i pray to quarantine yeah i wake and shake his face so oh, my pov exchange i'm talking day to day i pray to quarantine yeah i wake snow no let go